contribution. Remember the game plan. First you win a point, then you lose a point. Keep the score 0-0. Zero, zero. Pulverize him for the full three minutes. Then in sudden death, you get the point, we win. I want him to experience pain. First he suffers, then he suffers some more. Welcome to Karate Kid 3 Minutes, a podcast where we discuss the Karate Kid Part 3, three getting and giving minutes at a time. I'm Robin. I'm Matt. And joining us today from Mean Girls Minute is Liz. Hi, Liz. Oh, hi, that's me. <laughs> and from Minute Impossible and Cast and Furious is Jonathan. Welcome back. Hi, everybody. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so as usual, we are in uh, our second to last week of a movie, uh, it, whatever movie we happen to be. We're doing Karate Kid 3 currently. Um, and uh, it's going to be a little looser, everybody. We're having some fun. We're in the tournament. Uh, so let's uh, break it down. Uh, I do want to start with our guests, though, to see what your history with uh, Karate Kid Part 3 is. Uh, let's start with Jonathan. Uh, Karate Kid Part 3. Saw it in the movie theater. Ah. Prob- probably wished I could have left the movie theater because it sucked ass. <laughs> I was I was pissed. I was like, this movie is one. This movie is one. There. There's I'm gonna turn my mic off and just yeah. roll around in my chair. Still, you still believe that? Yeah, this movie's one. Oh. All right, man. One star you're saying? No, one. As in the first movie. It, this this movie, movie is the first movie? This movie is the first movie with more grease and the hair. <laughs> um it i i i i mean of course there's great parts of it they they brought in terry silver he's awesome he's so 80s it's perfect i love it but i didn't love it at the time i was like i hate this movie i never watched it again until god i can't remember when it was probably on hbo or something i was like oh fine i'll watch it and then i was like oh this sucks <laughs> like reminded me again so i saw it in the movie theater though uh all right uh, we were all uh, it was crazy time we were all we we're all like oh my god karate kid three hell yeah yeah we were all on coke it should have been better we were all on cocaine <laughs> and liz i have a feeling i know what your history with karate kid part three is i've seen nine minutes of this movie <laughs> so uh the, the nine best minutes i'd say <laughs> Buckle up for this week, listeners, because uh, you heard our guests, what their opinions are and how much they've seen in the movie, and uh, it should be a riot. Okay, so today we are talking about minutes 99 through 102 of The Karate Kid Part 3. They begin with an illegal kick and end with an adoring fan base. So we pick up where we left off on Friday with the movie getting to the tournament, but we skipped all the lead up. No, you're the best around montage, no, uh, you know, working our way through because in this movie, Daniel only has to fight one person. Whoever wins the final match between this redhead kid, Dempsey, and karate's bad boy, Mike Barnes. Uh, so like straight off the bat, guess, what do you think about this? We, we really just kind of skipped to the end of the tournament. It's tournament time. Uh, how did baby <laughs> Dolph Lundgren end up in this under 18 karate tournament? Because that dude <laughs> is like 35. Mm-hmm. Also, this movie would be 100 times better if the redhead he was fighting was Robin Lively and not <laughs> if he was actually fighting a woman just for no reason. It's just like, well, the tournament's now co ed. You didn't know we that. already right. fought her earlier in the movie, kicked her in the gut. He did kick her in the gut, but you yeah, know what I mean, for reals. Um, well, 
it would have been a, a surprise uh, entrance for sure because, you know, he made all these threats and now she's just like left town. She's gone home. She's wished Daniel good luck and, and goodbye. And uh, she's not standing at the sidelines like Allie did. Do but we know anything about that? Like the point she of escaped that choice? Into the, she escaped into the desert where she's building a weapon. She yes. will return one day <laughs> and get her vengeance. I can't wait till she comes up on Cobra Kai because, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. worried about it's, it a, it's a really detailed detailed weapon it's taken a long time <laughs> should have get some parts from places and even with this fight between mike and this kid dempsey like we we don't even see the full fight of this we just see the last uh little part of it and that's it so uh pat johnson our referee uh starts the fight dempsey goes for the high kick and ends up singing a high note because mike kicks him in the nards um so our kick him our, in the nards or uh, maybe it wasn't clear visually. Let me open that. It there were a the couple groin of nards. region. Yeah, because it was called an illegal kick to the groin. Yeah. Uh, yes, a warning for a kick to the groin. Yeah. Do that again. There's gonna be big consequences, <laughs> except not really. Okay. It's it's so so like off target for for a nards kick. <laughs> yeah. That I I thought he was intentionally kicking the inside of his uh, knee. <laughs> Uh, I'm sure where are your is. nards? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, so here's some trivia. Sean Cannon, who plays Mike Barnes, says that the tournament was the most memorable part about filming part three. He says, I bought a ticket for the first two movies. So obviously I knew what the All Valley tournament looked like. And then suddenly there I am filming it. And it looked ex the same, exact, except I was the guy. There were a couple hundred extras. We had eight cameras rolling. It was the culmination of the film. And it was eight really exciting. Cameras. Eight yeah. cameras. Clock yeah, cameras. that's what Avelson did in the last or the first one. He had he has all cameras all over that place. You know, they're is just there, hidden. Is there an All Valley tournament in the second one? No, we're no, in Okinawa. In, well, he in makes Okinawa. it. That's what I thought. He makes the All sound, Valley of Okinawa. Maybe that, yes. he makes it sound like he's like, yeah, I've seen this like a hundred times. Of course, I know what the All Valley tournament is going to look like. <laughs> but well, once, I mean, the right? crane happened once, at one time. the All Valley. Sure, <laughs> the classic sure. movie. The crane happened there. The drum happened in Okinawa. And now yeah. we're up to inner kung fu, inner karate. Mm -hmm. The best uh, karate. Yeah. It's within you. The karate is within <laughs> you all the time. We'll get there. Crease uh, is delighted how little mercy Mike is showing. They're like laughing at e to each other. And uh, and yeah, Terry says, Crease uh, uh, is like, did you teach him that? And Terry says, no, that one is his. Um, and yeah, I want to just mention like the like the cool thing about this new addition to Cobra Kai, like the last Cobra Kai's, you know, they were bad kids, but usually they got a conscience towards the end. At least some of them did. Uh, no one needed to corrupt Mike Barnes. He's just shows up. He's karate's bad boy. He wants a paycheck, and uh, he's has no problem threatening people. You know, nearly hurtling them off cliffs, threatening sexual violence, uh, all over. The, I mean, he's just bad. So he owns a cryptocurrency hedge fund now, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, while you're in here, uh, I want to. I want to do since she's not in here. I want to do some horrible uh, Robin Lively facts, which mm. made me laugh. Someone wrote, "This is the meanest thing." Someone wrote on Google, "Is Robin Lively Blake Lively's mom?" Ouch. <laughs> I mean, oh I was going to ask that question. <laughs> well, she's not her mom. She's her half sister. Okay. Um, yeah. but not her mom. <laughs> I will. <Well> <laughs> Uh, Robin Lively's 50. Okay. But okay. Robin Lively is like 35. 
Oh, okay. I assume ish. Is that sort of how Thomas Ian Griffith, the actor, is four year only four years older than uh, whatever the hell baby Dolph Lundgren's age is? Mike Barnes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because he's supposed to be under 18 to be in the under 18 tournament. Yeah, but is, shouldn't Terry Silver be as a like a successful businessman who's sponsoring the tournament home? Shouldn't he be more than 22? <laughs> I'm just guessing. Like, you know, I mean, uh, Terry Silver is younger than the Karate Kids. So <laughs> what year did Karate Kid 3 come out? I apologize. 87, uh, 80, 89, I think. 89. This came out yeah. in 89. Liz has got all the facts. I, I'm going to sit back for this episode. <laughs> well, also, you know, speaking oh. of facts, uh, Thomas Ian Griffith, who plays Terry Silver, uh, shares a birthday with someone very important. Ooh, Me! <gasps> wow. That's awesome. <laughs> not, you know no, how, not in have, years, but have you, you guys know, <laughs> have, have you talked about how old Sean was, Sean Canaan was in this movie? Have you talked about it? Uh, probably so. when we first talked about him, but he's I, I, 33 I years old. I told what? you that guy was like 35. I, I did told not expect him to be 33. Oh boy. He was born in 1966. Yes. That's what I'm saying. He's only uh, four uh, years younger. Korea. He's only four years younger <laughs> than the actor who plays Terry Silver. Yeah. Yeah. They should have, uh, they should have, uh, cast him as yet another, uh, protege of creases. Yeah, he <laughs> it's obviously the same age. Well, that doesn't make sense. Does it? Aren't they? Because isn't Terry Silver and uh, Daniel, aren't they in, in their late 20s? Yeah. Okay. Well, then how is Daniel say, participating in this tournament? I mean, not in real life. In, in real oh. life. Not in yeah, life. in real life, I meant. Remember, only <laughs> yeah. a year, like, remember this is the next year, even though it's the third movie, this is only the next tournament. Mm-hmm. He was, right. the, the Okinawa stuff kind of happened like in between. It's on summer then, vacation. Yeah, because yep. remember it happened, the first movie, it, second movie picks up right after the second movie. So they go to Okinawa like, for three weeks or whatever so it's the third week after he gets the shit beaten out of him in the first movie and then a month later almost dies in a typhoon uh-huh. being beaten to death again so yeah it's real resilient kid. like ali and kumiko in one year how does he pull it off it's, it's daniel larusso <laughs> well you do he did have to travel literally halfway around the world mm-hmm. to yeah. like find another girl willing to date him so well, they didn't have Match.com back then. Match.com, official sponsor of Karate Kid Minute. Yep. This uh, is that's karate, karate matches match. only. Yep. Yeah. Cool, yep. cool, cool uh, outdated sponsorship you guys have got there. <laughs> outdated. Is okay. Match.com still around? <laughs> Don't ask uh, us. I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know. Uh, so, Farmers uh, moving- only for me. <laughs> yeah. Match.com is, is one month older than Sean Canon. <laughs> moving on so a referee pat johnson makes sure that mike knows that the next time he makes an illegal move he loses a point and yeah so immediately on mike why didn't he lose a point for the first kick you have to you have to give two kicks to the nards to lose one point um, so what kind of deterrent is that <laughs> yeah this is where i propose that we're going to hear about the generous donation that maybe pat has been instructed to go easy on cobra kai you know, like, uh, and and uh, we learned earlier in the movie, Pat Johnson actually wrote the article all about karate, karate's bad boy, Mike Barnes, in the beginning of the movie. That's where Terry Silver learned about him. Maybe it was like a puff piece. Maybe maybe Pat Johnson is secretly a Mike Barnes fan, and he's going easy on Mike to let him get as much 
maybe Kicks Pat in. Johnson is like clairvoyant <laughs> and has seen the demise of journalism and is like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta figure something else out to make some money. I guess this I'll is not going to sustain me for very long. <laughs> this this town seems to have a big thing about karate, which is a great line from Cobra Kai. Like these people really like karate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we have ter Terry's donation. Uh, we're going to find out about, and then the ref is writing an article about Mike. This just seems like the whole system is corrupt. Uh, so, but we're still talking about the fight with Debsy. Sorry. Wow. Uh, Debsy tries a spinning reverse kick. Mike catches it, takes him down, delivering a blow to the back which keeps him down and with that poor redheaded dempsey's dreams of fighting daniel larusso are destroyed uh so did you come up dempsey? with a backstory for for dempsey i don't i was that was getting proposed that like what's dempsey's story like did he was he I, like I, I like to think that he went through the entire thing that daniel went through as well he like found the, the mystical asian man who's who saved him from the bullies and trained yeah. him and only him and imparted all his knowledge and then he lost in the end he doesn't look oh. very mean he looks kind of you know meek and mild but oh you mean like, like after the after his bout he goes over and bows to mr tomafuku or some whatever some other <laughs> asian gentleman standing there he's like i'm sorry i <laughs> you know, I, I, so he's the alternate history yeah Daniel LaRusso. what could have been there, he's glaring his coach is glaring across the ring at mr miyagi yeah. <laughs> because mr miyagi oh, and mr Fuko have a big beef from somewhere yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. uh he you know what they were at an auction for old cars and mr miyagi outbid him on that sweet yellow whatever the hell it is studebaker that's true that's true uh oh that, oh that's just uh sorry it's the Ford Super Deluxe. Uh, Hi Jonathan, I, I'm what's wrong with you? Head. How dare you? I, I was gonna let Liz fill in, but I figured I'd get at least one fun fact out. Um, yeah, so Terry is gleeful at what's coming next. His Danny boy is gonna get murdered up there, and uh, Pat Johnson tells them to shake hands. Uh, and uh, yeah, there there this is uh, either a Pat Johnson thing or a common referee thing. I'm not sure. Uh, Matt, what do you think? Is this uh? Do they usually make the competitors shake hands at the end of every match? I don't recall. I think it was just that, a bow. That feels thing. like a very like sportsman like conduct thing. Like at the end of every basketball, every whatever we did, basketball, volleyball, maybe not track because that's a little less organized. But we had to like good game everybody on the other good team. Game, good game, yeah. Good game, good game, good game, good game, good game. Fuck you. Good game, good game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, have you talked about Terry Silver's? I'm sorry, my bad. Have you talked about Terry Silver's ascot? Have you talked about it? Uh, about no, I haven't. But go ahead, volume. It, it's volume. It's color. The fact that it exists in a movie. Mm. This is 1989. That's not an ascot time. This was. I feel like it's got like anti gravity properties. It's very it's a big. magical ascot. It's up a lot. See, I thought it was a cravat. No. Whatever. Yeah, no, I think well, actually I Robin might be you right. May, you, you may be right. Hang All on. Right. If, if only Fancy there was, if only there was the some way to find out the correct answer. Well, I can go to my closet, I, but, you know, where it, I have clearly labeled my cravats versus my ascots. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's just yeah, the it, way you tie something. It's like a, it's just a way you tie a freaking handkerchief around oh, your neck. Oh, yes. It's a, a, typically an ascot tends to be viewed as an informal tie that is worn under a shirt or jacket. The British usually refer to this as a day cravat. Considering that a cravat is basically the word for tie, in French, day cravat works as a tie that is more casual and can be worn during a day of work or rest. 
folks out there, you want to just isolate that clip and play that as ASMR. That's that's my kind of stuff right there. Uh, thank you. Uh, hey, first you slip on your cravat. And then, we'll, then we're going to go to the All Valley Karate Championships. We're going to learn about more neckwear from Bespoke Unit, a guide to the dapper life. Hopefully, hopefully the defending champion, Daniel LaRusso, will be able to beat the finalists from Cobra Kai Dojo. Don't worry. There is a guide on this website to answer the question, can I wear a cravat? So if you've oh. ever been wondering, please go ahead and visit bespokeunit.com. And now I'm going to rub a piece of silk on my microphone. <laughs> can you hear this? Jonathan, bespoke, bespoke. Uh, yeah, well, I, what I think is funny about his attire is that, you know, we, the, uh, the movie sets up at the beginning that Terry is trying, you know, try, tricks Daniel. And so he hires his uh, butler to go find him some random civilian wear. So he's wearing like sweats and, you know, like sweaters and sneakers and stuff. And now he's finally exposed as the evil rich guy from up on the hill. And now he gets to go full cravat. <laughs> By the way, this is, His other cravat than, other than, is also the hill he lives on. Also, the, take, the, take the cravat away. That's what my dad wears every day. Yeah. My dad is an 80s villain, always. <laughs> Does he have a sauna or a jacuzzi or both? Ne neither. He would never, he would never uh, do that. He would, he doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't schwitz. There's, there's no, are you, are you putting saunas and jacuzzis on the same level as drinking and smoking? Because <laughs> yes, he, same would level of that, sin. he would consider that a decadent lifestyle. Oh. Yeah, it's true. The, the tray of cocaine nearby. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, he did right. tons of cocaine. He just didn't drink a smoke. <laughs> he, has okay, a so he has a code. Mike knocks Dempsey's hand away, starts threatening Daniel saying, I own your ass. And, uh, yeah, I, I love it. Right in this shot, we see there's a little boy sitting behind Daniel and the kids just love Daniel LaRusso. And uh, if you look closely at fun fact, that little boy is actually me. Uh, so, you know, freeze frame. And that's little me. Blue? The one in the oh, yeah. blue with the matching polo underneath the sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Whatever what? one's sitting by. I don't have the video up in front of me. <laughs> the little boy that's sitting behind Daniel right as. Uh, Wait, you don't like remember what you were wearing on the set of the Karate Kid Part 3? Uh, You're listen, really undercutting your story changes. here, sir. <laughs> You're it's wearing really... what we all had. I can't tell if he's wearing a sweat top or if it's one of those. He looks horrible, like he's dressed for school picture day. One of those horrible. Yeah, it's true. I came had, straight from... a, like a sweat top, but it had a collar. I had those. Yeah, I don't. They had like button downs on them, but they were also had a graphic on the front. What the hell were we doing? Yeah, it was a crew neck sweatshirt <laughs> with a matching polo, like knit call knit polo collar sticking yeah, out of it. Yeah, because it's not sticking. Like it wasn't like uh, he's not wearing that kid's not wearing a sweater and a collar. He's wearing <laughs> one shirt that has a collar, but it's a yeah. Sweater. Also, hey, I it's not a sweater. Those. It's a sweatshirt. You posh yeah. mother darling. <laughs> what do I call it? Robin, if that's you, keep your tongue in your mouth. Jeez. Yeah, get it together, uh, man. Yeah, I had I had some salivatory gland problems as well. <laughs> if, well, right next to you is Edward Cullen. If you look in the back, <laughs> he's, he's peeking out. And then also some extras from Karate Kid 2 behind them. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And well, then uh, John Raffio over to the right. Because <laughs> yeah, right. he's the worst. That's, yeah. that's why I didn't win. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I'm just noticing, yeah, that there's the two ladies in geese behind Daniel. So is there a, like a women's division separate? 
I don't understand. It seems like the entire tournament leads up to this final fight. And there are actually little kids in geese standing around the sidelines too. And I'm like, did, did they all try oh to call like, did Mike Barnes go through and smash them all? Well, no, you know, maybe the, the youth division is uh, earlier in the day. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's all when right. you wear your day cravat. You wear your day cravat. To, <laughs> you wear your day gi for the, to youth, the youth division. Uh, the youth division. Uh, the crowd has been pretty heavily against Cobra Kai, but they love free stuff. So we see Snake Henchman Extraordinaire handing out yellow Cobra Kai T-shirts. I have a question about the rest of the Cobra Kids. In this movie, in the first movie, the Cobra Kids wore gis and fought. In this, they're wearing slacks and <laughs> and and yellow T-shirts as if and they didn't chains. fight. They didn't. Yeah. They're all trading Mike. Mike is like the only entry for Cobra Kai, Kai as far as I know. Aren't there I like, know. wait, aren't there like three? No, that's just Mike and Kreese, right? Not, yeah. There's no. Yeah, Kreese doesn't count yeah. as a. Well, no, a, maybe they did fight, but they're also like worried about their image that immediately upon losing, they went to the locker room, showered and put on their sweet yellow t-shirts. And tucked it in <laughs> to their sweet chinos. Hey, some people have to wear their t-shirts tucked in, okay? Okay, not all of us work where you work, Liz. <laughs> uh you just uh, get actually, used to it, maybe. No, fuck that. <laughs> sorry, kids. As, sorry, kids. Uh, sorry, come on. Um, so uh, it cracks me up to see that Snake is like offering t-shirts to the crowds and people are, it's just being mostly ignored until he just finds these two little girls like waving excitedly going, me, me, Oh, me, legit. Me. If you put a t-shirt, a free t-shirt anywhere in my vicinity, I'm like, I don't care what's on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit me with that. <laughs> Liz has a January 6th t-shirt. She loves it. <laughs> they were throwing them around. She's like, oh yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Like that was uh, you had to be there to collect that particular Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, so the All Valley announcer now introduces the newest patron to the All Valley tournament, Mr. Terry Silver. Uh, and, this guy's and I love, jacket is rad. Yeah, uh, I love that he's like, while we wait for the challenger to catch his breath, it's like, yeah, Mike is ready to go. Um, but yeah, Pat Johnson is back for the third movie, uh, but our announcer is new. Uh, even though he has the same kind of look as the one from the original movie, I, I don't know if they're trying to pass this guy off as the old announcer, but uh, yeah, who is this new guy? Uh, this guy that Terry actually calls John uh, is played by Rick Hurst. Mm -hmm. You would know him famously as, uh, oh, what the hell was his name? Cletus from the Dukes of Hazard. That's right. It's Never so seen. funny that Cletus Hogg is here. <laughs> That's that is for a very specific group of listeners. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, uh, Rick uh, was on Dukes of Hazard until he jumped ship when the uh, Koi and Vance years started. Uh, I did some research on him. He is still making appearances at Hazard Fest and all three Cooter's Place locations. Hello. Yes, there are three. These are museums dedicated to the Dukes of Hazard. You see props, you see the car, uh, tons of merch. Because uh, wasn't he? Okay, help me with this. Help me with my Dukes of Hazard lore. I know this is the credit kid minute, but we should talk about Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> is he the original? Is he the original deputy before Enos? Because oh. Enos came on and like lit up the sky. Enos got a spinoff. Liz Where is moved away. to LA. Yeah. Liz has Liz has left. <laughs> Do you remember? I honestly this? don't. I don't remember now. Can you karate no. kid fans? Uh, can you can you write in to 
Wait, Robert, do you have like an email? Karate Kid Minute at, at gmail.com. Can you write in and let Minute us know? Minute Impossible at oh. gmail.com. Ah, oh, hell yeah, that, that one works too. So uh, let me know <laughs> if if Cletus was the original deputy. Okay. I When I looked it up, it looked like he was on for those first four seasons or whatever. Because yeah, I know uh, there was one season where Vance and Coy came and then they brought them back. Yeah. Uh, I never another, noticed till this watch that uh, you can see the guy in the back putting the, the sign on. Yeah, uh, it's really distracting. Yeah, it's like, dude, not right now. Yeah, what are you doing? Right <laughs> you just like stop with your ladder. Yeah, he wheels the ladder out. and then he, yeah. Of all the times, you could have done this minutes ago. <laughs> another fun fact about Rick Hurst, by the way, before we walk away from him, uh, okay. he has a famous son, uh, uh, Ryan Hurst from Sons of Anarchy and The Walking Dead. Oh yeah, the guy with that the big beard. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, oh man, that's awesome. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Um, Ryan Hurst, who may be, uh, maybe he's been petitioning really hard to be uh, oh, the high, the high from uh, from Marvel, that superhero, the guy who like literally sits up on top of a mountain for like he's 50 called years. The high. He's oh. called the high. He's just oh. like, basically a Superman type. So many people are looking for it. I guess. Uh, <laughs> There is, yeah, we hear a pretty prominent voice in the background going, yeah, Mr. Silver, or yeah, Sensei Kreese. And this is a, actually an uncredited guy billed as passionate Cobra Kai fan. He's played by Brian DiLorenzo, not an actor, been a part of the camera department for things like Picard, American Horror Story, The Expendables, CSI shows. But just listening to it, you know, it, I just think it's so funny. Like, it, he obviously is at an ADR, ADR booth. And oh, like, yeah. yeah. We need more. He was just like wandering through the. <laughs> hey, can like, you give us some the, stuff? Yeah, sure. Yeah. At the studio <laughs> one day. And they were like, hey, uh, somebody just grabbed him and like shepherd hook, like yanked him into an ADR booth. And they were like, just here, yell this stuff. I, if I was doing ADR, if I worked in ADR, I would literally have a case of beer next to me. And I would just walk in the hall and be like, hey, come here. Here's three beers. I need yeah. to say three things into this microphone. And I don't even care how good they are. I don't care. How is that's your Chris to, Hemsworth? That's up to the uh, mixing guy. How yeah. much, how well that, how well you can be heard. Yeah. Right. It's just gonna be, the better you do it, the louder you are in the mix. So yeah. there's, there's your incentive plus beer. So Terry Silver steps up to the microphone and gives a big speech. He lays out the things he's gotten from karate. He wants to give back all of which he Is we one know of them he that has. Cravat. No, no, he's keeping the cravat. Uh, discipline, health, self-confidence, and inner peace. All things you would have to have to launch a three to four month intricate revenge plot against a teenager and an old man. <laughs> he has, if you go to Terry Silver's house in his kitchen, he has that in wood. Up above his, <laughs> up above like his a oven. live like live laugh love, but it's... yeah, yeah, it's all the things that Discipline, given him. Health, Discipline, self health, interpeace, no cussing, no fussing, revenge, revenge. <laughs> Not for me, for Greece. Uh, he also says he's been in karate for twenty years, which would go back to nineteen sixty-five, and we and uh, he learns karate from Greece, and according to Cobra Kai. John Kreese in 1965 is working in a diner. So I don't know if that means Terry has, is bad at remembering what year or he's a, he's a liar. <laughs> I think I mean, you've caught him. I think you've caught them. Why don't you, I think you should write the producers right now. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. They're I'll listening. They, they're taking notes and like, you know, they're just like, Oh no, we did put the name right the on the timelines messed up. The continuity podcast is at it again. Um, well, he could have learned karate, just like crappy karate. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Uh, Terry announces his partnership with Greece and he calls him a great karate man. <laughs> great karate man. That's a, something I've always wanted to be called and no one has ever called me that. <laughs> hey, Jonathan. Yeah. You don't want to know what I think about you? Yeah, what, Liz? <gasps> I like your glasses. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, uh, the system is corrupt. Uh, Terry bought the All Valley uh, a permanent home, he says in the speech. And now he's saying, yes, and I am doing a partnership with Cobra Kai. <laughs> so that's why it's still, the All Valley still exists in the 2000s because Terry Silver bought this space. It's they, sort they, of how like Jonathan and I bought our victory in the con, uh, the uh, trivia competition at the last time we had a Movies by Minutes meetup. Did we buy it? Oh yeah, we did. I mean, we bought it in that we made people donate money. I donated. <laughs> I know. That's All right. Good. So the All Valley is corrupted. If you come down to MXM Philly this summer, you got to know that it's If you make me angry, corrupted. I will not let you beat me at anything. <laughs> <laughs> I will donate money to charity. Robin and I are going to actually fight. At a large <laughs> level. If you annoy me so that you cannot win. <clears throat> I was told that the, my, my best karate was inside of me. So I, I'm waiting. <laughs> I can't wait for Philly. Still in there, dig deep. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there, everybody's applauding this rich philanthropist. Uh, Daniel's fuming. There is a mixed uh, reaction when they announce uh, how great a karate man creases. There are a lot of boos. Even the little kid behind Crease is giving a double thumbs down. And uh, fun fact that's actually Matt. Uh, so just, just so you guys know, we are. We were both in there. Yeah, I'm glad you guys knew each other from so long ago as extras. Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't. We just yeah. you know, match.com. We uh, we were both <laughs> karate match.com. Karate, karate <laughs> podcasting match.com. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Terry announces he's opening a chain of Cobra Kai dojos. You got to sweep uh, the leg left. You got to sweep the leg right. It's how, it's how you decide on karate match.com. <laughs> right, right. Don't, hey, don't let me explain the drum technique because hey, every, uh, everybody, everybody if you'd like to join karatematch.com. Please go to karatekidminute.com slash match match <laughs> slash the best karate man. It's like farmers email, uh, for movies by minutes listeners. Yes, because city folk <laughs> just won't understand. I'll email Pete the retailer to buy all those. Wait, URLs. speaking of dated things, is farmers only still around? Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, hell yeah. All right, moving on. Um, you say moving way, on so often. I try. I'm trying. It, I'm trying. Just to, move just, on. You don't have to actually say moving on. Or just we, stop inviting us on. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so actually, it's girls only next season. So uh, girlsonly.com. I know that girl, site too. That's something that's not, that's not safe for that's work. That's not dating. Those girls have issues. I love how uh, during this speech, though, uh, Terry is almost smirking at Daniel directly as if like, you know, he's what did teach Daniel all the... do to this grown man? What did he... teenage Daniel do to this grown rich man? He bled all over his uh, uh, <laughs> kicking thing. There's a there's like a Mary, like a Pinocchio style wooden thing that he trains him on earlier and he hurt his point, friend's feelings at one point oh he well then it's on yeah. okay fine he hurt his he hurt his vietnam boyfriend's feelings <laughs> we all have vietnam boyfriends right yeah 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 uh anyway 
The announcer says, thank you, Mr. Silver. And thank you again for your most generous contribution, which, you know, we'll find out at the end of this, uh, of, of the film, you know, they lose. And I, uh, you know, we find out in Cobra Kai, Cobra, uh, the show that Cobra Kai, the dojo is disqualified and Terry is, didn't open a bunch of dojos. So nope. yeah, they, he, he donated for the space, but maybe he was like, now I'm selling the space because Cobra Kai is not allowed in any, I don't know what they classic flip he maybe flipped it for yeah. a little money yeah with that terry walks over to mike and drops the uh caring veneer he's pretending to be nice now he's like you know the plan is to keep the score zero to zero every point he wins he has to lose you got to pulverize daniel until they get the sudden death keep it zero zero for the full three minutes <laughs> question for uh, you and matt have you ever had a flat top but also greased the side of your head <laughs> at the same time. Like it almost like, no, I can't commit to the flat top 100%. I need to also, <laughs> it's too long on the sides. Like it's basically, it's not a flat top if you have to grease the sides, right? Yeah. It's a terrible oh, haircut. Yeah, I don't I'm, understand what it is. I, I went bald early, so no. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's not on camera for a reason, okay? He's, he's shy. <laughs> oh, you can uh, show your bald head. It's okay. <laughs> I don't have a camera. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll talk more about this, but this plan that silver has, uh, I, just, I think it's terrible. Uh, Wild. Just beat him. Just like, yeah. But, who, who are you trying to, what, what, what are you going for? What should you torture him? <laughs> yeah. Again. What a psychopath. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like Cobra Kai. What? Did you just seriously ask me if I watched Cobra no. Kai? No, that was Robin. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. Um, so. As, yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. No, spoilers. Like, as Move much pain did Daniel no, endure. Oh, what a great site for people that are moving on. Movingon.com. That's when uh, your significant other died. What? Once it's sudden death time, anyone can win. I'm trying to make a point. Sudden death. Too sudden soon. Death. Soon. That's soon. Move we'll get there. On. Why not get two points that. in and keep making illegal moves to drag it out, but still have points in the scoreboard? So Mike automatically wins when the three minutes are up. They have way too much confidence in Mike Barnes because, like, you know, you go to sudden death if Daniel lands a lucky shot. Point. What's that? That's what they call the first. Just date. don't worry about it. And moving on.com. Moving on. It's called sudden death. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, and I do want to point out that, the yes, the match is three minutes, and uh, we've been doing this movie three minutes at a time. It's, you know, completely planned, uh, starting with John Avildsen and my conversation with him as a little boy, uh, wearing a sweater button-up combination. You talked to a little boy? What are you talking about? No, I talked <laughs> to John Avildsen as a little boy. You pretended to be a little boy? No, I was a little boy back then. <laughs> okay, got it. Remember, I was in the stands. Matt was like, I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to talk to you as a grasshopper. He <laughs> <laughs> had a weird sentence. It was weird. I talked to him as a little boy. Okay. <laughs> With that, the announcer brings the two competitors to the bat. Uh, to the bat, uh, Mike gets booed, but Daniel Larusso, the Karate Kid, who's won the hearts of all the valleys, uh, gets the cheers. They even chant his name. Uh, and I think this really peps Daniel up. He, you know, he starts to jump in place. I'm sure he's been standing around for a while. That vain bastard. <laughs> he hasn't fought anyone in a year. I mean, not, you know, like not, not in competition. Not legally. Not in this country. Not in this country. I did some, some overseas Okinawa fights. <laughs> you wouldn't summer. know about it. 
What if Best Around was actually in this movie, but it's actually like diegetic and it's uh, Daniel goes up there and he starts singing it about himself. The oh, I'm the best. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's a yeah. very mean movie. With the audience turn Carrie Underwood, uh, just saying. Uh, maybe, yeah. Or maybe Robin Lively shows up with a boombox playing Best Around. That'd be uh, great. On, a, on her shoulder. I like cannot it's believe a... that she literally effed off out of the movie. Like she's <laughs> not in the rest of the movie. It's That's so insane. strange. That's insane. Yeah. I love we that. Have a, for her. We have a female love interest, kind of, but they actually don't have any chemistry. But we're going to let her leave at the end. What? Right. I love that for her. You do? <laughs> yeah, that seems great. Like, oh, this didn't work out. All right, I'm going to F right off. You never have to, we don't ever have to talk again. Didn't work with Allie either, if we remember correctly. She yeah. found some other guy who could pound nails with one hammer or whatever it is. <laughs> right. One hammer. <laughs> one well, the, time. The announcer continues, but it's here where the segment Moving ends. On. And our three minutes are up. And we can move into sudden death on Wednesday with more karate action. So thank you, Liz and Jonathan, for showing up here today to talk about these first three minutes. So you guys, you guys right. want to come back on show. Wednesday? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, sure. Liz? Yeah. Okay. All right. Now it is Monday. That is the day that we let the uh, guests plug their stuff. Plug your wares with your current podcasts. Oh, that's easy. Uh, Liz and I are both <laughs> Liz and I are both giant fakes and no labs. Labs. Actually, every once in a while, uh, Liz is a dog. Uh, we're not in the same room, so uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I have Minute Impossible. It's on hiatus. It's coming back. Don't worry. Uh, Cast and the Furious is the currently uh, we're about to do the ninth movie, uh, mm. so that'll be soon. Yeah, and and uh, Robin's excited for that. I'm ready. And uh, let me promote MXM Philly. Uh, if you'd like yes. to come, uh, get tickets. It's at the uh, Philomo- uh, Philomoca, the Philadelphia Museum of Contemporary Art in Philly, on August seventh. Whoa, 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 whoa! The Philly. I'm sorry, did you say museum? Because I believe M stands for mausoleum, sir. No, it's museum. Uh, <laughs> it, it's an old mausoleum, but it has turned into a museum. And it's also EMs. They sound the same. But yeah, if go to, I don't know what you go to to go find this. <laughs> I don't know. Just go to Philly and stand on the, like walk didn't around you, and see if you find it. Didn't you start this? Like it shouldn't be like. Uh... I mean, it should be on moviesbyminutes.com slash something but let me go look you let's go all right well uh, i will say yeah. while we're looking for that that yeah i get a lot of corrections uh a message to me uh oh. left in the group and if you want to correct me in person i will be there matt he's he's hiding up in canada he's he will not talk to anybody no one can correct me <laughs> <laughs> corrections don't come across the border you know, in minute 103, he actually is afraid to come to Movies by Minutes in real life because they won't let him back in Canada if he comes to the United States. <laughs> I mean, yes. with good reason. Like, that's a legitimate thing. Don't do it. Yeah, they shouldn't. Yeah, that's true. Actually, uh, MXM uh, Philly is also sponsored by Monkeypox. Uh, get your Monkeypox. Uh, meet your favorite podcast host. It's going to be a whole event. Right, get maybe right. get monkeypox from your favorite they, there is podcast no, there is no current link upon movies by minutes because who knows but nobody I'll, knows who manages the website anymore nope, nope. uh yeah just so you know this is a real thing it's happening from 11 30 to 4 30 on i don't know august 6th i said 7th it's august 6th don't come on the 7th you'll miss it uh it's, <laughs> go to grittycity.brownpapertickets.com and you can look up all of our stuff it's 25 you get a uh, lanyard 
with uh, some drawings of uh, Star Wars Minute uh stuff that they've done uh alex robinson will have drawn something awesome for us for the event there's gonna oh, be yeah. a ton of live 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 stuff um there's gonna be uh hot wings for charity where we eat ridiculously hot wings <laughs> and scream uh there are movie games it's basically for people who love movies and and mm -hmm. enjoy these type of podcasts come and come and listen awesome well uh that's the first let's... time i've had to promote this so I, I, yeah <laughs> i didn't have any of this ready <laughs> Sorry. Moving on. Uh, Moving and, on. <laughs> and until next time, does anybody remember to do a quote? <laughs> oh, uh... You're a great karate man. <laughs> Me? Thanks. <laughs> no, not you. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Wait, we have to actually, who, who is the great karate man on here? I, I mean. Uh, oh, it's me. Obviously, I was talking about myself. She's the great <laughs> To myself. Yeah. Karate men can be women, too. Robin. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So I am big enough to admit around. that I'm often inspired by myself. Oh. All right. See y'all on Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>